I vote we kick this pig. Well, I could kick this pig, and then we could start. Uh, then maybe we can start recording. Well, yeah, since they mean the same thing. I'll write this down. Get pig sound effect. Kick pig. <laughs> what kind of? Who is the pig? Oh, uh, probably me. I'm guessing. <laughs> we can go with dubs. But I have actually hit record, so I guess I'll start doing the intro stuff here. Uh, everybody. Why would you do that, though? Shut the fuck up! Um, <laughs> it is Don't you tell me what to do. March 27th, 2023. 3309. It's 3309. <laughs> New guy had to hop in for <laughs> long, he missed his mark as usual. Don't, don't he was step waiting on my for bit. it. Don't step on my bit. <laughs> oh my god. You've been down Rookie. here like four I've been hours. waiting two years to say that. What's that? Oh, missed it. He's been primed for something with for a that. pig. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay, so you guys are hearing a bunch of people pipe in here, so let's 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 just move on here with this show. You're listening to the Loose Screws Podcast, the loosest and screwiest of all elite dangerous podcasts. And uh, we've got a fun show tonight. We're gonna probably break, you know, the universe because we're we got one guy from the future, uh, but hopefully the other guy can save all our lives when our hearts explode from destroying the universe. So I'll just start with the, the new guys. Let's uh, let's say hello to, well, wait, Grover, you've been on the show another time, haven't you? I have. Back in the day for the Matteratty Duty Duty tour or whatever it was. That's what one perfectly said. Excellent. Um, so this is Grover Kiwi. He's our man from New Zealand who right now it is a day in the future. And by the time this show is released, we'll be in the future. And he'll be another day in the future at that point. So everything's confusing. I don't know how this works. We're talking to you. You're in the future. So you have like a long time to think about what you're going to say. And then you say it. So everything you should say should be perfect and well rehearsed because you've had a whole day to come up with every response you have. He has been Absolutely. doing our exploration report lately and been kicking some serious ass with that. Um, but, you know, for those that don't know who you are, tell us who you are. Tell us where you live. Tell us what you do. Tell us what you've done last week. Tell us what you've done your whole life. Go for it. Oh, yeah. Coming to you live from the future. Future, future. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, so I'm Grover Kiwi. I, uh, God, joined the squad when we kind of did our first exploration in Loose Screws 1 and have been here ever since, um, doing the same old jokes as uh, about coming from the future, and yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah. God, this we, week. People uh, have learned that we're okay with repeating the same joke over and over <laughs> and over. I mean, Nurgle's old. Thanks, man. Yeah. I mean, that's why we had to get rid of the fart sound effect. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the one joke people got tired of us repeating. Yeah, well, there was that episode. <laughs> yeah. That's what we'll call yeah. it. So. Uh, nothing much. I've uh, been doing a lot of cleaning up at home and 3D printing different um, different organizational stuff. Um, so, yeah. What does that, that and hanging mean? out with a favorite six-year-old. What is organizational stuff? 
It's 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 stuff that um, I print, uh, hang on the wall, and then just becomes a big mess. For organizing. Got it. Got it. That's right. For your for all your Lego stuff. You're a Lego freak. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I'm, so. I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your Grover's got more money in, invested in Legos than you do. He may have more money invested, but I probably have more pieces. Hey, man, that you was probably good, do. but it wasn't long enough. You know what I'm talking about? God damn it, Teflon. <laughs> Um, Actually, right. really proud of my girl who uh, made a designed her own um, Ariel jumping up onto a rock Lego. Uh, that's awesome! Yeah, it is. to her creativity. I have to share that on uh, in the chick chat. Congratulations! Channel. Absolutely, throw that in chick chat so everybody can see that. So yeah, you're in game though. What are you doing right now? You're you're out exploring again, aren't you? Yeah, I'm actually coming back to the bubble. Uh, I haven't been on my main account for a couple of days because I've been using my alt account, which is a pretty raw and fresh account. That's the one um, I did the exo hunting with you that one time uh, okay. about uh, six weeks back. So, yeah, I, I had no money. Now I've got um, 200 million and just due to um, tagging some bugs a couple of times. Uh, and so I've kind of built a um, BGS ship and been helping out with election missions because uh, it's crap at combat. And yeah, while um, my carrier moves to the next point for the exploration, which we might get to talk about later or might not. Ah, we will. I, maybe or maybe not. <laughs> but you no, mentioned BGS, so let's uh, let's move on to the other special guest that we have here tonight. This guy is. I, we, we've got, like, the craziest BGS team in the galaxy, <laughs> I think, between Nerd on Hate and, and Blooming Wind, I don't know how long ago now, but he started doing most of the standing orders for the squadron and is always uh, piping all the orders out there. I, I understand he also uh, is is in the medical profession, so to speak. So a lot of you... So to you speak? Know, don't don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just rambling like an idiot here. Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, Blooming Wind introduce himself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about what you've been doing in game. And uh, yeah, go for it, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. So the rumors are true. I am a cardiologist. Um, live in Nashville, Tennessee. And you know, as far as this week out of game, uh, we uh, just got back from Philadelphia. Uh, we took Little Blooming Wind up to Philly to look at some colleges. Uh, including my alma mater, and uh, visit his grandmother who lives in the Philadelphia area. And uh, so he really liked Villanova, um, which was a great, it's a really great college. The only problem is, is my college slash med school ex-girlfriend went there. So I'm kind of like, but he liked it a lot. And so it's a very good school. And then we looked at Princeton and Penn and the University of Pennsylvania, a guy walked up to us on the tour and said, dude, don't go here. Run. It was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Um, so, and then uh, last week was just catch up because um, with what I do for a living, um, I have a wait list of about till out till October. And so if I ever go on vacation, I have to do makeup clinics. So, you know, all of my free time at work was sucked up with you know, having additional clinics to see patients and get caught up. So um, it's just been a, it was a pretty busy get caught up week. And then in game, we'll talk all about what I was doing because I've basically since switching from 
PC or switching from Xbox to PC um, have been doing, you know, BGS for the squadron, a little bit of Thargoid stuff. But uh, this week um, we finally put the last nail in the coffin in um, HIP 4907, which is a system we've been trying to pacify since at least November or December uh, during the beginning of the Thargoid war. Um, another faction took it over. And so we took it back and then, they just keep give, took, making runs at us. But we'll talk about all that in the squadron update. Um, so that's basically what I've been up to in-game is just a ridiculous ton of BGS. Right on, right on. Uh, How did you uh, come to be in the Discord? Uh, well, I listened to your podcast. Um, Sorry. I was looking for a po- I know, but you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, I like this one better than the uh, other ones that our friends record across the pond. So mostly because I couldn't get their jokes. It's the accent. It's, it's definitely the, the accent. accent. <laughs> so. Okay, okay. Uh, but you're both, I mean, Grover's definitely a long-time Discord person. You've been here, God, a couple of years now, haven't you? Me or Grover? Blo- blooming, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been here probably a couple of years now. I kind of, uh, you know, snuck over after I... 23, uh, 21. You've been here for exactly two years. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, I left Desiat uh, for Greater Horizons and decided to hang out with you guys after uh, listening to your podcast for a little while. So the that's kind of how I ended up. How I ended up in Screw Space. I was like, was I got sick of Desiat. Right on, right on. Um, yeah, well, I appreciate everything you do, and uh, we'll uh, move. Actually, yeah, we'll, we'll keep moving with the show. We'll get through the intros, and you, sir, get to do the the uh, squad update tonight so we'll get back to you here in a little bit salt is a way of life i'm gonna move on to uh probably the guy who just hit that last button teflon what have you been up to all right time out time out everybody jig jig come here come here I'm what here. the fuck are you doing what, what do you mean what do you mean what do i mean what the fuck are you doing what this do is mean? not how you normally host the show what do you mean you're being all like professional and shit. What are you doing? I, I don't know. I don't know. This is not. This is not how this normally goes. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I'm sorry. We we have company, and I don't want them to like uh, put their feet on the furniture. So I'm being nice, hoping they be nice in return. Is that okay? They listen to the show. They know how. They know what. They know. What all right. Like. Shut the fuck up and tell us what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Had, we did um, the Easter egg hunt for all the kids yesterday. Wait, what? Um, I'm still trying to recover from that. Easter, uh, I'm in the I future, not you. For everybody. What? You're in the future now? No, that was just when the family could get together. But doesn't that oversized rodent have to come hide the eggs? And he doesn't come out till Easter. It's not real, Chig. What the fuck, you? Don't don't ruin it, or you got to give a spoiler alert before you say that. Jesus, man! All right, so you hunt podcasts Jesus. ever. You hunted Easter eggs. What what kind of gun did you use? Uh, imagine one because it's a bunch of little kids. Oh. Uh, special needs kids. I had I played the Diablo Four beta. Oh, how'd that go? And I really enjoyed it. I think I'm going to buy it when it comes out in June. And they had an, a really good extra incentive. Um, I didn't get a chance to play until 
uh, late, so I didn't make level twenty. But like, uh, they had some some interesting some some just neat little perks you get if you made it to twenty in the beta. Uh, in the um, full version of the game, and one of them is like this thing that sits on your character's back. It's got like a wolf pup that uh, you carry around. It's really it's really cute. Uh, but yeah, the game is a lot of fun. Um, man, they're really getting into the horror vibes. I was almost disgusted, <laughs> disgusted with some of it because uh, that happens to me. But like, um, I really enjoyed it. I've been playing Diablo since the first Diablo, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I considered uh, getting into it, but I don't like, I don't know. I, I'm just going to wait until, if it comes out in June, I'll probably get involved probably closer to Christmas time because I just hate getting into any game freshly released because they're usually a giant bug fest. Well, like, um, the re- the way I got into Diablo was actually through uh, a game that you and I have in common, and that's StarCraft. Mm. Um, I was playing Brood War back in the day, right? And you have the you can uh, they had the uh, the map editor and like scenario editor and things like that, where you could um, download player made maps and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And make your own maps. Yep. Yeah. Well, somebody had made a Diablo two scenario uh, map, right? To where you were playing as you were like a Terran firebat was the was the barbarian, right? So if you picked barbarian, you were a Terran firebat, and they just made these different little areas of the map that you would have to go through and stuff like that and fight as the Terran firebat. It was, it was, it was, it was interesting at the time. This was like 1999, 2000, something like that. And, uh, um, I thought, wow, I was like, so I asked for Diablo two for my birthday. Um, and Diablo two turns out Diablo two wasn't out yet because they bought me Diablo. So they bought me Diablo for my birthday and I played the shit out of the first Diablo and Diablo two came out and I, I was in there day one and then I was in day one for the, uh, Lord of destruction expansion, grinding away, killing demons and shit. Nice. Yeah. I still remember how full of hackers Diablo one was and how you could download, um, these cheat these cheat engines for it. Mm. You ever experiment with that, Shig? No, I never play with anything like that. Oh man, they were crazy. It was crazy back in the day, back on Windows ninety eight. You're old. You're old. I know. I know. Why don't we transition to some Windows three one one? Thank you. All right, we're we're gonna go to hate next and find out what the hell that guy's been doing. Your network is your net worth. It's uh, it's all in who you know. Yep. All right. So, what's <laughs> up, Nurgle? No. Are we moving on from there? I think we're ready to move on. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't know what to do with that. Let's see, Nurgle. I know, I know that we've got some stuff going on. I mean, we should do something like this. <laughs> Gather round, children. Old Man Ty has another story to share. Old Man Nurgle. 
I hadn't played that in so long. I didn't know when to pipe in and say Nurgle. So it, it, yeah, it, I was going to do that fit. too. I was going. I was going to say it. and It just snuck in right there. So you know, here, here, here's Nurgle's intro. Salt is a way of life. <laughs> it it occurs to me that we know a sound guy if we wanted to change that. Ah, that's that's. Great. Yeah, but he's not here. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't do it live on stream anyway. Yeah, you never know. He might. Did you Does ask he him? Still do the post production. Yeah. He put it in in post. You hear that, Trax? Put that in in post. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> hey, Trax, put that in in post. You know he won't listen to this for another several days. Yeah, he's not He's not going to Yeah, he's not going to hear that. Post, that means so we know. can say anything we want about him. Yeah. Uh, so, what should we yeah. do anyway? What has that ever stopped us? Oh, that's true. He loves when people go to his website, look at his address, and just show up on his street <laughs> calling and asking him which house is his. He loves that. Oh, God. <laughs> Should I just give his address on the podcast right now? No. 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 What are you doing? Oh. No. How about his phone number? Then people can just call him direct. Because then he's going to have to cut that out. Are you trying to force <laughs> his hand? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> but yeah, um, you're right. I, I had a, uh, I had an interesting day. I, uh, a, a friend of mine who I've, I've known for years uh, convinced me a couple of weeks ago to take a, a phone interview. Uh, well, to take an interview, it ended up being a phone interview. But um, he, um, this individual, I worked with him years ago. He was an actually administrative intern at the hospital I worked at. He's since moved on to bigger and better things. We've stayed in touch. Um, he came down actually around Mardi Gras, and we talked for a little while. He's got a friend at another hospital who was about to have an opening, wanted me to apply for it. I had this long conversation about how I'm not really interested in that, and he threw my own words back in my face um, because two, two pieces of advice I have always given people are, number one, always take the interview because even if you're sure you don't want the job, you may change your mind, and every time you interview, you learn about what people want in employees and you learn how to interview better. So there's no downside to ever taking the interview. And then the other piece of advice I've always given people is don't ever burn bridges because you may find you want to cross that bridge at some point later. So he threw that back in my face, said, always take the interview. And so I relented and said, all right, I'll take the interview. And um, I had actually forgotten about it because that was a couple of weeks ago, but they, they contacted me last week, set up an interview for this morning. So this morning, 8.30, they call, we do the phone interview. And it's, you know, that completely perfunctory first-level interview, which an HR person that's basically verifying everything that's on my resume. And they go through their questions. I ask a couple of mine. One of the questions I always ask is, you know, tell me about the reporting structure, you know, the people who work for me and then up and who I report to. And so they're telling me that you know, the, the person you report to is this person who is my friend's friend, and he reports to the chief operating officer who is name. Name who I refer to as he who shall not be named. He who shall not be named who is the swirling bag of dick tips who four years ago... <laughs> who who four years ago was the 
uh, administrator of the hospital I worked at who summarily fired me, three assistant directors, four supervisors, and a handful of long-term employees so he could outsource the department to a management company. Oof. Ouch. Um, and as soon as they said his name, I had a slight out-of-body experience and heard my voice on the phone to this interview burn a bridge by saying, I'm sorry to have wasted your time, but I can't work for that lying, no-goodness, no-account son of a bitch ever again. I am the cold I don't want to be considered for the position anymore and hung up. Wow. So... So I followed my own uh, advice. I took the interview, and then I didn't follow my own advice, and I burned a bridge. And uh, my friend, who you had originally asked me to take the interview, actually called me back this afternoon, and he was kind of laughing and said, "You know, I, I didn't know, or I wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have put you in that position." But um, what was that you always said about never burning a bridge? <laughs> because I think you set that one on fire, and I said. Yes, I did, but the difference is I'm in my mid-50s, and I already know what's on the other side of that bridge, and I know I don't want it. <laughs> but, that's the bridge I came across before. Like I that's, don't want Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, that's what I should have said. That's the bridge I came across before, and I don't want to go back across it. Oh, but, man. Yeah, but you've got to work for the government, so you can just build another bridge at any time you want, right, on taxpayer dollars. So it doesn't matter. You've never worked for the government, have you? Well, because in order to build that bridge— there would be like six years of feasibility studies, five years of budgeting, then two years of of bid proposals and reworks, and then about seven years of actual construction. And then that bridge, if we tried to start it today, would be built sometime around 2055. You forgot it's going to have to go through like five different designers. Uh, they're going to want estimates and point it, and then people are going to have to look at those designs and go back for reconfigurations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like selling cars with extended warranties. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> I, I don't know, you know who what, Nurgle. You. <laughs> you know what, Nurgle? What? You know what that makes you? Oh, no. I am the current bull of the woods, if you will. Where do you find I, this stuff? I, I hate the soundboard so bad. I have, I have already answered that question this evening. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Like, but yeah, that was I hate it. that was just my today. Um, but actually, happy I, Monday. I, yeah, happy Monday. Actually, it, after I got over being surprised and pissed off, it was actually kind of funny. But um, I think it's just funny. It is now. Yeah, it's hysterical now because you know at the time it sucked. But I owe that man probably. I, I owe that man for reducing my blood pressure by twenty points. I don't know how but, funny I'd think it was if I was on the other end of a of being called a swirling bag of dick dips. <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't actually say that on the line. That's just what I called him when I'm talking here, because it oh. didn't occur to me at the time. Otherwise, I probably would have. Swir <laughs> a swirling ball of dick tips? Is that what we've got going? I mean, bag, bag, bag. a bag. Okay, swirling bag. So you took them and you cut them off and you put them in a bag and you tied it up. I assume, and you put it in a. A you're thinking about or this. a toilet of some sort. You're you're putting way too much thought into this. Way I think it's a waterproof bag that you can with get like liquid in it that you can kind of swirl it. That's what I was thinking. You're, That's why yeah, I way, you think you would want to. Do you think you way would, like, too much like you thought it in like this. a in like a bowl or a pot and you're just like stirring them? Well, way I was thinking, too much thought. I was thinking like a cereal bowl and you pour some milk over them and 
you know, maybe some sugar over the top. I, I, I don't know what you do with it with, with a bunch uh, of dick tips. But you're thinking about it. I, I am. Start your day with a healthy bowl of dick tips. Part of, I, I just feel sorry for people looking at the podcast breakfast. title. I think dick tips is going to be the podcast title. <laughs> no, it can't be. Just no, just the tips. That's worth it. Just the tips. That'll work. That'll just work. The tips. Just the tips. Plural. Tip, yep. just, just a bag tips. of tips. Yeah, just, just a, a bag, bag of tips. Just a bag of tips. I like it. Look but. for look for dick oh. tips in your grocery cereal aisle. Oh. But on the on the elite side, I got to play a good bit last week. We had a couple of really fun nights doing uh, CZs uh, in forty nine oh seven, and I still I, to this day I still think getting a wing or a wing plus into a high CZ is just peak elite it just doesn't get more fun than that i agree uh, uh we need to do that more often just for shits and giggles yes yes oh. well that's me i uh, typical work stuff blah 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 um, it's a me it's a jig there it goes um and and I don't know, work stuff. And then I actually played more the last week than I have in quite a while because uh, Blooming Wind threw up the the bat signal looking for help in BGS, and it was an all-hands-on-deck kind of thing, and I got out. I, I, I you know, brushed the dust off of Up in Smoke, my 7-pack on Type 10, and brought that so out to test everybody's everybody's graphics cards. It was good fun. So much fun. Uh, it's I, I giggle every freaking time. I, I mean, sometimes just pulling the trigger on that thing is just an erase button. It's so much fun. So, um, yeah, we we did that a lot. It was I mean, we had you know six, seven of us all in a CZ one night. I mean, we were killing those CZs and high CZs in what about ten minutes a piece. Yes, yeah. it was just when when there's not any ships to kill in a CZ, you know, you're kicking the shit out of it because you're killing the ships faster than they can spawn. Yeah. So uh, that was that was that. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, I think uh, we can move on from here. Let's uh, let's make Blooming Wind share a story. Let's. Uh, I think I got to hit a button. No, don't I again? Oops, not that button. That was going to be stop recording button. That's not a good button. Here. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. Oh, you, Bluey. Alrighty. Um, I can't hear the soundboard, so I guess that was the squadron update. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys for having me, and I'm honored to actually be giving the squadron update as opposed to receiving the squadron update. Uh, normally, I uh, start the podcast on Tuesday morning on the way to work, and the squadron orders are starting just as I hit the parking lot. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just give me. All right. Okay, get busy. Sorry about that. All right. So I'm being sentimental. I'm sorry. I've got feelings. All right. So we have expanded to LHS 3980. And uh, even though it's a uh, long Rui system, uh, we're going to be staying in second place for now. There's a uh, Czech player faction or Slovakian player faction that controls it. And uh, after some insulting each other's mothers in Slovakian through Google Translate, we agreed to stay in second because they're planning on expanding out of the system. Uh, we have an election in Begales, uh for second place. It's day five, and we're up two to one with a result pending. Actually, it's three to one now. And then we have an election live in LHS 3877 for third place. It's 
day two, and it is still nil-nil. Um, <laughs> the most exciting news in our squadron for the week was that we uh, have uh, pacified HIP-4907. There were two wars going on, and there was a... Uh, we lost uh, one of the days in one of the wars, which never happens with us. And apparently, there was a member of ADN uh, resisting us by doing 40, 50 combat zones a day. And um, I, like that, I'm but, pretty sure he wasn't alone either. Okay. But that's, at least that's the feeling I got from talking to him. Okay. So uh, anyway, so... So it was really weird because we were just getting all this resistance. And so I'm fed up. I, so I called the trouble screw alert. And then, you know, I got so emotional when 20 fleet carriers enter our system and like the entire full force of the loose screws network arrived to, because we don't like to lose. And, uh, at that point, it sounds like the guy hightailed it out of there, um, and uh, we were able to push them down. And then at that point, Nurgle was able to get in touch with their leadership. And uh, we came to an accord that they weren't going to mess with our BGS and we were going to le let them stay in the system. But it was a uh, truce of convenience for us as well, because with the Helsina Knights finally in retreat, we don't want to have two holes in our system because we're trying to figure out who's going to replace the Helsina Knights to start with. And... Um, the only other things we have going on is that my Coro is back in the lead as far as our influence, and so we're going to push it back into expansion. Um, and then Howard, Trua, and LHS3980, we're just trying to boost our influence a little bit. And then Mezzavini is a system we do not control, but we're trying to push them into expansion so that they can fill a hole in uh, my Coro. And that is our squadron update. Nice. And, and that I know that's a lot of information for people who are listening, but Blooming Wind does a great job putting together those standing orders that kind of spell out all the detail behind all of that and what we need to do and where. And so if people want to, to figure out what they can do to kind of help out, all of that is in the standing orders post in the Loose Screws Faction channel. And one and note you on did a that really good job. is it can be overwhelming just looking at those orders because there's a lot of information there also yeah. that uh, do not be afraid to ask questions. We get that all the time. New people join the Discord and all that they'll they'll post, okay, I'm looking at these public or these orders. Uh what what, what do I do? And then yeah. you you'll get you'll get a quick tutorial on what to do and you'll have more stuff to do in this game than you know you'll ever know what to do with and the standing orders we added a feature called top priorities by flavor and so that way if you're actually looking for something specific to do in those top priorities there's something that's going to be appealing to you so if you're not sure what to do this one little paragraph is the way to go yeah and there by flavor is. he means combat or thargoids or trade or whichever oh i was thinking different kinds of cheeses Pepper Jack or Cheddar or Colby. You would. Oh, yeah. That's, That's later. Oh, my bad. All right. I think now we've got a... a oh, hold on. I don't want to fly into a sun here. All that right. would be bad. Um, I think it is time for our... This this thing. Let's see. This this thing right here. See, I'm being so professional. It's unbelievable. Out of the board, the Kid Hattie on the Express! <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome aboard the Tenhadium Express. We have a fine selection of stories for you this week. Here's what's on the menu. March 20th, rumors circulate around Xiao Jinai. March 21st, Congress votes against Hudson contravention. And March 23rd, Bargod cultists rescue Xiao Jinai. That's all for the news this week. Have fun out there. He's really keeping that to the point right now. Come on. Uh, FDev, give him some material to work with. Dog, yeah. We do have a special one coming up here soon. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's the Bard report. I From here, I usually we get, would maybe play something by Grover as an expiration report. You got something live for us? Yeah, actually I do. Um, nice. And that's, I've just put up a uh, a little mini exploration um, or expedition. It's it's generous to call it an expedition because it's not that um, long. There are 15 waypoints, but it's visiting all the known generation ships in the game. There's so, only 15 of those? We know there of. were 16. Uh, and then there's also the one that's kind of a generation ship out in... Um, in the Formidine Rift, which was all part of the um, Salome story. Uh, yeah, so Jeez. there's Shut 15 up. that are known. <laughs> um, yeah, so at the moment, I'm heading out of my carrier to HIP 11.45 or 44.58, uh, and that's the first one, and I just used, um, I've just used... Uh, some of the tools that are available online to generate a path around to all the generation ships. So anyone that wants to come along can do that. Uh, the idea is that you will um, visit the systems. Uh, you can scan all of the data terminals on the generation ships and pick up the voice recordings or the text recordings and learn a little bit about what happened on those generation ships and maybe do some exploration around the space if you want or... Um, there are three locations where I haven't actually given the direct location to that generation ship. I've given the system where you find a clue where the generation ship is, but it's really, really easy to find if you if you get stuck. Um, there's links to the actual system that it's in. Uh, and all of that is a pinned message in the exploration channel on our Discord. So... How many generation ships have you gone to in do. the past? Have you gone and checked them all out? No, I've only I've only been to one, which is the Golconda, uh, and um, that's no longer there. So, um, so that story was that the Golconda was found, and I think it might be the only generation ship where people were still um, alive on it. So the original inhabitants, and that's yeah. Remind that was, me how uh, that story finished. That was a whole plot line at one point. <laughs> Yeah, so from memory, the um, they had a scavenger um, thing. It, it appeared in the system. There was a scavenger group that was close by, and um, the the people of the um, Golconda, I think back in the early days before I even um, was playing properly, uh, it was an interstellar initiative to build them a, a, a space or an outpost where they could um, actually live. But they decided 
last year that they wanted to head back onto the generation ship. So there was a CG to fix the generation ship and fill it up and all of that, and they've headed off again. Where they are, who knows? Hmm. But uh, I've I've left that as a as a final waypoint if people want to go and see if they can discover anything there, uh, which I'll probably do just to see if there's anything left over or any bits of story there. Now, all of these generation ships, they're still within the bubble, aren't they? Because they don't fly at, you know. Yeah, I was, I was surprised. I um, I got the location of the first one wrong, uh, and I thought it was it was quite far out of the bubble. But, um, yeah, I fixed that. And they're, they're fairly close to the bubble, so they're probably just out of the bubble. But it makes sense. Like, I don't, can't remember when they all left, um, but it was pre-faster-than-light um, travel. Um and just pretty faster than light travel. So they weren't traveling very, very fast at all and uh, got overtaken fairly quickly um, once the frameshift drive came about in the law. And so, yeah, they're not, not that far, so it's not a big expedition, um, but it's just something to get people moving around if they want to do something a little bit different and learn a little bit of law. That's and and uh, apparently they're, they're pretty cool to go and listen to. And didn't you say earlier that, I mean, if you... If you're kind of conscientious about jumping, you can do it realistically in an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I did the. I guess I did the map, and um, I think the most um, jumps between systems is about seven in a twenty light year ship. Oh, so wow. you can you can quickly go around, and the the biggest part will be actually. Um, heading out to find the where the generation ship is, and then scanning all of the beacons right. and then the obligatory fly around and crash into something yeah so it's it's not a giant time investment and you know people who don't maybe don't do a lot of exploring in the game they can actually just take a day or an afternoon and go around and actually get some exploring done and yeah or get, do it in parts some of the go, and, go, yeah. go and visit a couple and then go back and do some bug killing or um, war stuff or BGS stuff, and yeah. then go back out another day I'm and do some more. This. I'm really, I'm really concerned this because I think that'd be uh, a nice chill experience uh, to do. I can take a exploration ship out, take some pictures, get some logs. It's yeah. one of those cool things for the people that say mile wide, inch deep with this game, and that there's you know things like that all over the place in this game. You know that. You can go out, get the, the logs, and learn about the galaxy, and they keep adding more stuff. So, yeah, highly, highly Yeah, and some of the stories it. are supposed to be pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm, I, might, I might do that. Um, also, that sounds, that sounds like fun, actually. And I'm always I'm kind of at a loss of things to do lately. Um, so, yeah, I might do that. Hey, uh, Grover. Yo. Hey man, that was awful good, but it wasn't long enough. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's what all the girls say. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> because of the Scrivener's plans upgrades to the Golconda, it is now the only generation ship of the frameshift drive. Oh Ooh. yeah. Uh, so it's five hundred light years away up to five hundred light years away from Upclanus. Thanks for spoiling it. <laughs> that was, that was, you know, that's the. No, I'm joking. Uh, 
news articles and not technically in game, but also in game. But yeah, so it's it's somewhere. Shrugged. So yeah, Dredger, Dredger's clan uh, ship, Scrivener's clan Dredger. It's somewhere out there. Shrug. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in a five hundred light year radius. Maybe. Oh, the Dredger. Further. Yeah. Oh man, that thing was cool. Yeah, so I, I flew out and checked that thing out. Even that was super freaking cool. I did that. I did that on a Twitch stream too. Nice. I think I flew. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I did that on a Twitch stream and I flew a fighter in there, and uh, I got, I, I kept my fighter spinning so fast inside that mouth that it has. It was crazy before it blew up. Yeah, I've got some good screenshots and stuff. I was free cameraing my way all around that thing, trying to get a close look at it. Um, all right. Well, now I see that we've got in-game news. Anybody want to cover that? Because I, I don't pay attention to that stuff as much as I should. Don't all Is this developer news? Yeah. Uh, no, we're at in-game news. Again, oh, okay. News. All right. Moving on, we'll go with Bard's report on that. That's good enough. Uh, Thargoid bug report. We, I don't know, we're still at war. We're still doing stuff. Um, I don't know. Alec Turner hopped in here last week, and he was saying how Psyket, you know, didn't have our same shitty luck trying to find the orifices. Good and, for her. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very happy for her. I, I listened to that leave and heard her talking about it and there's just a couple things with it i i love love her to death i absolutely do but you know she said a couple things that just still kind of boggle my mind is one it was some of the most fun she had ever had playing elite which i, I just I, I can't even fathom that and found getting the orthresses you know uh, more challenging than normal bug hunting now, the only challenge in it is finding them because when you actually find them, all it is is just trying to blow them up. They don't shoot back. So I don't know how it's challenging. Was the, was the fun in the people she was with? And that that's that's, that's Raxla. That's Raxla. So I, I know what that is, but I'm, I'm asking, like, was that because that could be why she had some? She said she never had so much fun playing elite. I know, but she's played a lot of elite. I, I got to figure she's had a lot of great experiences, and I just, I, I don't know. I'm super salty about the Orthrus thing and the, and how they've handled it. So I just, I, I, I'm just okay. itching I'm, a little bit. It's not too much salt. But, and any we, chance, we, any chance it. I can name drop, you know, Alec Turner, yeah. Psychic, you know, that, that, yeah. that it makes me feel important. We just salt is a way of life. Experience. I I need validation for my experience, which sucks hunting Arthur's. Well, so well, we've, we've you're, run you're, we've you're run two experiments. In, you're elite in CQC. I mean, yeah, you have a high pain tolerance. That there is that, and we, we I have, and I hate going looking for Arthur's. So we've we've run two experiments. We did our own where we couldn't find any, and we have psychics where she said she had found a lot and she had fun. We've got to do a third. We've got to break the tie. Well, we we found them. It just it was tedious and took a while. And you know that that you know they both were saying um, that the key is to be in a wing and do this and do that. And we were well, in a wing. Yeah, you know we were more than a wing trying to do it. Maybe, Maybe they just don't struggling. like our hypercluster. What about yeah, they don't like us. He said maybe they just don't like the Oya hypercluster. 
That's possible. And that's what I'm curious too, is, is there, is it, what are these things, these things called? Uh, Maelstroms. Maelstroms. Is it vastly different spawn rates and stuff at each one of them? I mean, I I've, I've fought I it at a couple, three different ones. I, I don't know for sure, and I haven't had time to keep up with what AXI is doing with these things. I mean, is is it yeah. is our spawn but rates I, drastically different depending on where you go? Well, I, I don't think Cannon so. said that there was something different about a couple of the maelstroms compared to the rest of them, but I really didn't pay too much attention to the details. Um, one thing I have noticed though, is that, you know, when we were, you know, trying to get two or three invasion systems pacified, you know, this week and last week, ever since the most recent recalibration by FDEV, you know, like we knocked out four alert systems already, and we're probably going to get one of the invasion systems knocked out too, if we just stick to one or the other. Um, yeah, for the oil hypercluster. So, whatever they did to rejigger everything, um, you know, we're actually able to fight back. Yeah, yeah they they or, clearly Orthrus or no Orthrus. Yeah, they they clearly did make alerts easier to turn back. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and I've only noticed because I'm doing the standing orders, and so it's like all of a sudden, like I keep changing. Okay, well, which one is worth going to? Because it's almost finished. So, got it. Well, My I, take is that uh, it's it's actually Sally, Arf, and Bruce flying the Orthruses. So by the time that you guys yeah. get on, they're offline. Yeah. I don't think Sally's flying them because they're pink. There's no pink ones. Solid argument. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, both solid arguments there. Yeah. And, and that would explain why there's so few Orthruses, too, is because it's them manually flying each one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. All right. Now we get to, well, bug, bug report. Any any new bugs you guys want to talk about? We had DJ Wiley on earlier who looked at the issue tracker going all the way back and like more than half of the original bugs still have not been fixed in the game. Uh, you guys have anything new you want to talk about or any old bugs we want to draw attention to? Anything like that? Or are we just moving on? My my only bit of salt, and this is this is specifically as an explorer, is the bug where I would get out of my SRV and just go to black screen. I could jump back to the main menu, and when I'd come back, my SRV would be gone. And it happens all the time. Even if I manually just go back to the main screen and then come back. Yeah. If if I'm on foot and with my SRV, it would be gone. If I'm if I leave my ship. And without my SRV, um, and thankfully the SRV ends up spawning back in the ship. But if it would happen leaving my ship, sometimes I'd come back and my ship would be landed uh, 200 feet in the air. Um, but yeah, that's just a pain in the ass one that yeah, you landed to 200 fix. feet in the air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As if it's just it's just ho- hovering. It's. Uh, and you can maneuver and figure out the spot underneath it to get your SRV and still uh, uh, get back in the ship with your SRV when it's up in the air like that, which is really oh fucking bonkers. That sounds awesome. But the blackout, <laughs> the blackout screen thing, I've had that one, and that absolutely sucks because then you come back and you're <laughs> you have to you know recall your ship and then get back on your ship to get your SRV back. It's just what a pain. I hate that, but it is what it is. 
and walking back two kilometres to the ship just to pick up the SRV again is fucking tiring. Very tiring. Yeah. 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 Well, I I mean, my thing, I I hate that I always say, I love this game. So, mind you, obviously with the hours I put in and stuff in this game, I obviously love this game. But it's the bugs like that, the weird bugs and stuff, that make me not go out and do any kind of attempt at any kind of science in this game because I won't know if something's a bug or if it's intended. And I just, I can't, you know, do empirical, like, research in this game because it would just drive me nuts because it would end up, you know, turning out to be a bug rather than actually something cool happening. So I I don't know. That's why I haven't been doing any, uh, you know, Grelic research or anything like that because I just, I don't have faith that, what happens is what's supposed to happen, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, but I guess ah, that's 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 the only salt we're gonna have tonight. I swear to God. Um, dev ah. news. What do you guys got? Who wants to do dev news? Update fifteen is not the key Wait. feature overhaul. What? Wait. Wait what? for what? We have a, a an audio lead in to dev yes, news. Yes, we do. We do. Yes. Yes. Do we? Yeah. Obviously, the environment down here is all salt. The, the ceiling's salt, the floor's salt, the walls are salt, and to an extent, the air is salt. And you breathe that in, and you can constantly taste the salt. That's not that bad. Yeah, you, there play, you, go. Not that bad. you play that right after I say we'd have no more salt in this episode, and then you play What's a soundbite that's just salt. That was a tracks approved soundbite. Again, update 15 is not the key feature overhaul. That we were led to believe it was. And uh, that that is okay. I want them to fix those bugs you guys were just complaining about earlier, you know, moments ago and much earlier in general chat. Let's squish some bugs. So update 15, any clue exactly what it might be then? Because Tom uh, Hewell seemed like uh, like he was hinting that there might be something big coming in it, but I, I have no idea. Are we just did, just did continuing you, of this storyline? I take it. Is that what we're thinking? This is the time to play the cricket sound, Tiff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm at a different page. Hold on. Well, you know, some, somebody speculated that the the reason that that the reason update that the reason update 15 was delayed. And that the major feature rework is on the back burner is that the third item on that list, the major feature rework, is factions. Yep. I'm Could not. Be. I'm not sure. I subscribe to that theory, uh, but that has been speculated. That. What do you mean it's factions? That they're going to do because they. I forget the exact wording they used. Uh, something about giving players a more meaningful way to interact with the galaxy with their player face, something like that. And of course, you know, they say things in weird ways all the time and people read all sorts of stuff into it. Our focus is now turning to investigate how upcoming systems will allow every player and player group to have a meaningful impact on the galaxy's landscape. There. And people have taken that to mean, oh, they're going to, the fact that they've closed applications for new factions too. Oh, they're going to, they're going to rework the way factions work. I'm, I'm not sure I believe that, but that's out there. What's your theory as to why? Because that that was in the dev news that they no more player 
made factions. Any applications in process are going to be completed, but there are no more new factions. Uh, what's why? Why are they? I, doing I, that? I and now they they haven't said so. This is pure guesswork on my part. I think it's a combination of two things. Uh, one is Thargoids now control eleven hundred systems in the bubble, so you're running out of places to put these factions. And two, the bubble was already pretty close to maximum capacity on player factions to begin with. Now the vast majority of them are abandoned and no one plays them. But there's thousands of them out there. And I think um, if they are going to actually do something with player factions, I think they've decided they need to come to terms with all of the unsupported ones that are floating around. All the zombie factions. All the zombie factions. Or maybe with everybody being displaced by Thargoids, we're going to see a bubble expansion. And, you know, they're, they're working a system where we have, you know, factions working their way out of the bubble. That, that would be awesome if they do that. Are we going to have a second Colonia? I think that that is just way too above what we should expect out of FDEV. And I agree with that. That's, that's yeah, why I don't definitely. think... I don't even think what they're talking about is an overwork of factions. Because I don't think they're ever going to touch that system again. I think it is what it is. And that that's more likely why they'd be shutting it down right now, in my opinion. Uh, Maybe. What, uh, what do you also, think? I mean, you're, some, you're a BGS guy. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, but I think also what's going on is there's, um, you know, there's like some new player factions that have come in since update fourteen, uh, and people getting back to the game. People who are like, "Oh, Odyssey sucks. I'm out of here." When Odyssey was released, and then when update fourteen came out, they're like, "Oh, this looks okay," uh, and so they're back. And so there are player factions that are like trapped in. Uh, a system and they can't get out. There's uh, new player factions like our friends Old Gartnir, who um, you know they're over in Ontal space and they're like, "Hey, can you back out of a system so that we can kind of do a little bit of our own BGS over in this corner of the bubble?" And so, you know, it's it's kind of tight. You know, if people are going to be civilized and have etiquette with each other, as far as you know, like we enter a new system, okay, we don't want to be a jerk and get in a fight with you guys, you know, um, you know, and so I think that some of the things with the player factions is it's just a little bit crowded in the bubble. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. So, I mean, cause there's like, we're, we're having a devil of a time figuring out, okay, where do we want to expand into if we're going to expand at all? And, <laughs> not, you know, not even where do we, where can we? Yeah. I mean, there, well, we can, there's a lot of places we can go. It's just, yeah will yeah. piss a lot of people off and you know we don't want to do that and that's why i think you know if they you know ex start expanding the bubble out as people are fleeing systems from thargoids i don't know i, I definitely wishful thinking but well there's a whole colonia highway we built i mean why not colonize that yeah populate the way out yeah yeah that i i like i like where your head's at still don't believe it but hey we can hope right we can hope Hope is yeah. all we have. <sighs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, console transfers are going to be open again. Um, I can't imagine there's a ton of people out there on console, but they have to be bringing this back because some people had to have been bitching about it, right? 
Oh, well, sure. I mean, also like you know, they haven't. They've, it's been. It was closed before the Thargoid War, and this, you know, when this started, we were, we and a lot of other people have been, you know, we've had our complaints, but we've been mostly very like into it and very positive about it and playing it. Uh, maybe it's, um, maybe it's drawn some more people that want to come from consoles, and so by yeah. opening this up, they can transfer their things, and it, you know, yeah. incentivizes them more to come in. Gotcha. Yeah. They, they always said they were going to open it up again, though, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they did. They also said they were giving us a major. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they say, will. They say a lot of things. Uh, but yeah, I would rather gonna... have it right than than early. So if well, it's like, oh, well, be able to... yes, but prior prior Sorry, experience prior experience with FDev shows me that you're not going to get it early, and chances are you're not going to get it right either. True. Very true. Prior experience is not a guarantee of future results. I'm trying to be an optimist. Somebody has to. We got it. We got to try to be somewhat positive because we love this game and we want to see it succeed. I feel like we have Lark Shadow back on the show again. (laughs) I'm a different flavor of White Knight than him. We're we're different kinds of White Knights. I don't know if I can handle all this positivity two weeks in a row. Hey. hey, this game. Don't pup, worry, something will happen. We'll all come on here yeah. and we'll 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 do nothing but bitch. Yeah, I don't. I, I got faith. They're, they're doing great. Um, Framecliff Shift Live twenty eight with the audio audio team talking about music. Did that already happen, or is that happening this week? That already happened. That already happened. How was it? Tracks uh, said great things about it. The, the I was bur- at work. The burr pit said it was very good. I I was I was busy, uh, and I, I was will in the say, middle of a I was in the middle of a makeup clinic, and so I got the twitch drops, but because I set it up to do the twitch drops, but then I had to go see patients. Gosh. I will say that um, the audio design in Elite Dangerous, I've always said, is the best audio design I have yeah. ever heard in a video game. Uh, so top notch. I can't I can't imagine um, that it was a, a that it was a bad time. Uh, I'll have to go back and listen to the uh, um, the um, stream archive. Okay. Yeah, I, I might go back and listen. I don't know. The, the sound in this game is like the, I don't know. It's it, awesome. Uh, widely praised. It's one thing that there's never any salt about. So I like the music. The music gives a really good um, atmosphere for what you're doing. Yeah. But... Um, it's not the best in-game music I've ever heard. This is far and away the best sound design I have ever heard in a game. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, without a doubt. I, like, oh God, uh, core mining. My God, so fucking cool. Oh my God, yeah. that's the best. That's the best sound in the whole game. Is that core mining explosion? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I, I sometimes just go core mining just to put on my VR headset and. and experience that again so yes i i agree it's I like agree. that it's like that one sound in star wars episode two with the uh, seismic charge the seismic charge you put on yeah. that movie just for that indeed <laughs> that is the only reason to put on that movie the only <laughs> reason i, I mean we I, I set up surround sound and it changed my the way i use my tv now and so, like the fir- that was like the first thing I did was like, I got to hear this in surround sound. Absolutely. Speaking and then when they did it again on the Mandalorian, 
Yep. Like, oh man. My son was ecstatic. It was it was it wasn't the Mandalorian, it was um Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. But yes, I was as soon as I, I as soon as I saw that thing drop, I was like, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh well, do we have a discussion topic this week? Anybody have anything they want to talk about? Do we just want to bash episode eight for like ten minutes and then and then no. call it a show? What do we want to do? No. <laughs> no. Why why not? No. Episode eight is we, we said we weren't gonna go there. Episode eight. He'll defend it. No, no, I do not. We're not. Episode we're, eight. Do, no, we're not doing this. It, it's. I mean, there's an entire thirty minutes of that movie you could cut out and not, not miss anything. We're not How long doing is the movie? this. How long is that movie? Two hours. Two and a half hours. Two and a half. And half. Of, there's a solid and thirty minutes of it is just Rose whining about a bunch of casino people. There's there's a solid three hours of that movie we could cut out if it's two and a half hours long. Well, so true. So yeah, that that movie, yeah, that, that, that really really hot garbage if if you disagree you're just wrong God objectively wrong damn these electric sex bands objectively wrong yes yes that this is not an opinion um i knew it i'm surrounded by assholes <laughs> uh teflon 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 i don't you know, like you, it new guys fuck you <laughs> you guys got anything you want to talk about uh, your chances now special guests on the show I'll probably sneak you guys in here as frequently as i can because everybody hides from me on on every other what day of the week is it monday 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 yeah tuesday tuesday in new zealand oh yeah sorry it's in the future <laughs> um what do you got and anything I, I, anything to, to to promote anything to talk about how's new zealand what's the weather like right now coming into uh coming into autumn and we had a shit summer so um but it's not too bad just muggy where i am um yeah, it's 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 a point though. Like we got players all around the world, obviously of this game, and uh, um, like, why the hell did I end up on an uh, American squadron? And is unknown to me, but here I am. It's um, it's been an awesome opportunity to kind of interact with you guys and. Unfortunately, you guys have just gone through daylight savings change, and we're about to do the same. So we're going to be further apart. So it gets harder to actually jump online with you guys. Oh, so you're going to be like a week ahead of us now? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Is that how that works? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We got to get what's but, his name from Africa on. He's only halfway to Grover's time frame. What's the one I brought name? over from Reddit. I I don't know who that is. Uh, is that Kieran? I don't, I don't, what? Is it Kieran? No. no. Kieran's in Canada. Oh, man. What was his name? I don't know. You got me. Red 4. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. Like, uh, jump, jump in our Discord and, and let us know where you're from. Uh, I know we've got kind of listeners all across the world. And New Zealand never makes it onto our, our list of listeners whenever we do our... Um, where am I from? If you're the only one I live. <laughs> yeah, let's do that as a chick chat. Everybody tell us where the frick you live. Send me your address and your social security number. <laughs> we'll... Mother's maiden name. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're starting with uh, tracks, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll post his address once we get off here and phone number. It's all good. We'll make yeah. sure that that's in chick chat. Um, yeah. Well, what about you, Blooming? When you got anything... What's what's happening in your world? 
I know no, we already I, covered that at the beginning of the show, yeah. but but final final words. Yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm just happy to be here. Um, I have nothing really exciting going on right now. Um, we uh, just got done spring break, and it's just uh, you know keeping everything. Oh no, I'm going to uh, Ole Miss next weekend for uh, it's my daughter's sorority's parents' weekend. So just a whole bunch of college bacchanalia in Mississippi. Um, there was um, big tornadoes that ripped through Mississippi just south of them. So that was really unfortunate for those folks. Yeah, that was yeah. a hell of Pretty a, bad. Hell of a yeah. thing, for sure. Yeah, and then we had that shooting today in Nashville that was terrible. Yeah. yeah absolutely terrible. So um, the uh, minister, not the minister, the uh, school chaplain is a friend of mine at that school. So, and my oh, wow. son played baseball in like when they were little, like fifth grade, fourth grade, with a bunch of kids from that school who are also now in high school now. Um, but it was just horrible because like Nashville is kind of a weird city where everybody kind of knows everybody. And so, I mean, my daughter calling me and telling me, hey, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. And then I put on the news, you know, at work and I'm like, this is crazy. This is just because it's like it's all on the national news, but it's like places I've been, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and place, you know, and it, it, it just, you know, it really hit hard in, in that sense. And uh, the oddest part was after the police gave a report, um, some random person walked up to the mic and then just started talking. And she had been up at Highland Park or something like that. And you know, she really went out of her way to go to this press conference because the, um, you know, the school is up on a hill. And so, like, the road leading to the entrance was already cut off. So she went really out of her way to, to go up there and, you know, make a statement. And uh, I was like, you know, that's, that, was, that was really weird out of the whole thing. But it was just – the whole thing was just horrible. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's- – how our world is these days, it seems. Natural disasters. Our hearts go out to all those idiot that disasters. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um, I guess, I don't know, at this point, let's uh, cheese it out. We'll do a cheese, and then uh, you can do your robot voice to give all the information about uh, where they can do the stuffs. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and we'll call it a show. Teflon. Take it. Yes, I will do the cheese. I'm going to do the cheese right now. Right now. Just as right soon now. as I get. Okay, now I'm back on my computer. Right. Cheese of the week, Munster. Also known as Munster Jerome? I don't know. I don't know how to say that. It's a soft-washed rind cheese made from milk produced by cows living in the regions between... I can't read that. People's cursors are covering it. Lorraine and French Comte in France. I don't know. How do you say that? Thank you. Thank you, Blue Moon. They make nice Riesling there, too. Nice what? Riesling. What's that? Wine. It's a wine. It's a German Uh, wine. Well, there you go. That is something to pair with the cheese. The name is derived from the little town of Munster, where uh, Moskian abbeys and monasteries used to be, or used to make this cheese since the Middle Ages. Um, I've had Munster. 
um, it's it's pretty good. What do you think, Chig? Uh, what do you think? I think. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's an. Amazing I asked piece. you, didn't I? Why it's, are you being such really a good. douche? That's right. <laughs> well, you asked an obvious question: what I think about a cheese. Yeah, you know, we're gonna have to have we're gonna have to fist fight. Uh, well, you, what, my daughter's bugging me to go to the Renaissance Festival in Ohio uh, in the fall. Then we'll have a sword fight, which puts me, you know, over in the neck of the woods of of a bunch of you freaking weirdos. So I, 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 I'm, I'm considering it. Good. Then they can come watch me kick your. Uh, no, nah, nah, be fun. Nah, it's all good. Be fun. No, no, no. It would I, be fun. That sounds fun. fun. Yeah. I would love to go to a Renaissance Festival. Oh, I thought honest. I thought kicking my ass sounded fun. Well, access to I, a I mean, full suit of armor. Then I have to touch your ass. Yeah, hey, that's what I was looking forward to. Anyway, movies. <laughs> Moving on. Dick tips. Want Movie anniversaries. Uh, so uh, on March 30th, it will be 30 years since the release of Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Wow. Beetlejuice. Yep. Starring. Wow. Anybody know? Anybody uh, know the guy who shoots people. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Michael Keaton. As Beetlejuice. And, you know, I would just want to say if you've years. never Chief if you've Davis. never seen or heard the soundtrack to Beetlejuice, the the Broadway musical, you should check that out because it's really it's really good and really funny. Oh. Um Yes, thirty years since Beetlejuice. Um and sixty years on the twenty eighth since the release of uh Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Outstanding. Wow. Nurgle already had two kids in college by that time. Yeah, he saw he saw that in the theater. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, awesome, sweet. So yeah, that's the movie anniversaries. Cool. Good Actually, one. I'll give a movie anniversary twenty fourth twenty fourth anniversary of the Matrix. We're just gonna go a random number. You're giving like movies in May, so I'm just gonna go an odd number. So twenty four years since the Matrix. Um, that's an even anyway. number. Well, it's an even number, but it's not like at uh, at like any kind of milestone, unless you consider twenty four a weird milestone. Like I had I'm an sure employee one does. time, a really weird. Apparently, employee. you do. Well, you can divide it by three and eight, and you can divide it by four and six, so it is a special number. There okay. you go. Well, I'm, I, we're all kind of special here. Um, <laughs> I had ahead, an employee Dave, once Dave. that was talking about. He was just. We called him Simple Jack. He was. Very, very special kind of kind of guy. And one day he's sitting there and he goes, dude, I go, what? He goes, man, it's me and my girlfriend's 17-month anniversary. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is, what, what, what? Yeah, 17-month anniversary. I'm like, that's not how that works at all. And I'm just well, done talking to you. Well, that's hey, very random. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, she probably texted that to him. <laughs> which means she was somehow dumber than he was. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 So that, that was, that was a cool story. You're welcome guys. Carry on. <laughs> Thanks man. <laughs> You're old. Go on. I just want to say blooming <laughs> has done a really good job and Grover blooming and Grover has done a really good job. This episode. Oh, thank you. You're too es- kind. Especially to, to, I didn't say it was okay to talk to respond. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, Grover has the benefit of being in the future, so he knows everything that's already happened. Did anybody tell yeah, him? Yeah, I'm in here because this episode doesn't yet? suck. Or no, in two nope. weeks. You guys are you guys are now hosting in two weeks. Suckers. <sighs> Got roped into this. 
I don't know anything about that, but I just work here. Work. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I only lurk here. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to call it. Uh, go to Loose Screws. Do you want to do that thing at the end, Teflon, or should I just rattle it off and we get the hell out of here? Oh, yeah, I'll do it. Just let me start the robot. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to go back there and kickstart the Tefbot. I, 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 I kind of picture, yeah, he hops on the back and there's a kickstarter on the side. I, I thought maybe there's like a pull string and it was gas powered. Use the I thought he was just putting on his pants. Putting on it. <laughs> Hold on, it's got a pull start. My robots don't wear pants we're, ever. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about what he's pulling to start it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's vibrating. <laughs> he's turning it on. <laughs> His stick tips. Dick it's tips. telling me I have to install Real Player Seven again. <laughs> um. Yeah. So while we're waiting for this, we will uh, talk about. I don't know if this is this is always my favorite part of the show when we're waiting for the robot to get warmed up. Uh, Def one bot loading. Def one bot loading. Murder, death, gal. If you like the show, please rate and review on your podcast player, which helps find, helps find, helps find, helps find, helps find. God damn it! <laughs> Just a second. Percussive maintenance. Get the hammer. He, he's installing the Ask Tuba. Oh, God. <laughs> if you like the show, please rate and review on your podcast player, which helps people find the show. Join us on Discord at discord.io slash loose screws. And check out the merch store at loosescrewsed.com for mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ed. Thank you for listening. You're I'm welcome. I'm sorry, Jing. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, Murder, can. death, kill. Murder, death, kill. I hate when we end the show with murder, oh, death, kill. Oh, so. I'm that really, really got to update the firmware. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Thank you guys for showing up this week. Next week, Trax is back. Hopefully his his uh, malfunctioning ear is working properly and he's feeling better. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's 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 all we got. Uh, till I'm the next power week. of power, too yeah. sweet to be sour. I'm funky like a monkey. Sky's the limit and space is the place. Bye bye.